are back with another episode of Franchise My Business, the podcast for franchisors, hosted by franchisors. I'm your host, Kevin Oldham, and we're going to talk about something that is pretty core to business. You know, business, the way we keep scoring business and the fuel of business is money. And uh, a lot of entrepreneurs don't like to track the money that's going through their business. Maybe they're really good at fill in the blank, but they don't like the vocation of the math, the financial aspect of it. And so um, it's pretty cool when you can find businesses that will handle that for you. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Uh, today, we have the founder and CEO of Bookskeeping. It's a franchise that is designed to help people that want to help people with the, the, uh, the accounting function in their business. Just simplify that process. So without further ado, Max, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kevin. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. It's great to have you. I I love when we, um, you, know, you th a lot of people think about franchises. They think about the more visible brands that we're all familiar with. I love the brands that we're not familiar with, the ones that are kind of behind the scenes making business happen. Um, not the glorious things where you might see the golden arches and stuff, but really, What's really making the business hum behind the scenes, the important operational aspects and uh, finance, you know, you don't know me very well, but finance is one of my least favorite subjects. And so uh, I love it when we can find people that it is their favorite subject and they love to help people with it. And so I like to learn a little bit more about, you know, if somebody's got a, an accounting business franchise, what's your background? Are you an accountant by trade? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm actually a finance person by trade, but uh, I worked for a company called Qualcomm out of college. And over 20 years ago, I just gave him my two-week notice and said, you know what, I'm done. So uh, July 3rd of 2002 was the last day somebody gave me a paycheck. So from that point on, I just moved on and became an entrepreneur. So for me, the Freedom Day of 2002, it's my Freedom Day from a corporate world, so I've never looked back. I mean, no, I'm lying. I've, I've looked back uh, during difficult <laughs> times. I'm like, I missed my paycheck, but it was yeah, very Yeah, how, nice, how about a nice safe job, right? And I think yes, all yes, those entrepreneurs yes. wish for a safe, quote-unquote, safe job sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you're like, man, why do I do this? Why did I create this mess? Yes, but, but but luckily it's very short moment, and then you can yes. go back to reality. I'm like, no, I'm not coming back. But um, so that's my background, and I've had different businesses. Um, the largest one was a construction business, and uh, I grew it from three employees to ninety six employees, and then the recession hit, and we had to close it down completely. And mm. uh, during that time. I realized that if I knew my numbers, me being a finance person and us having the full-time accountants, but we were just, we're not paying attention. We were growing like crazy because, right. you know, it was good time and, you know, people needed our services. So we were fighting, getting equipment, and then they stopped building. We were doing track homes and then oh yeah, that's it. No income, but a lot of capitalized expenses that a lot of equipment that we needed to pay. And that was it. And if I knew my numbers in the beginning, and if I would pay attention, it would not happen. So that's when I told myself, you know what? I wish somebody would do that for me. So that was like the first mm -hmm. thing. And then um, I went back into the similar business, was maintenance, uh, was more successful, sold it, and then came up with this idea with my co-founder, and we went back, uh, not back, but 
well, I guess you can say that we went back to the roots and uh, studied the accounting process. Yeah, so you were building track homes, I'm guessing, what, 2007, 6, 5, like yeah, in the yeah. heydays? We, we, were doing, <laughs> we were doing landscaping for track homes. Um, okay, So, yeah, right. that was, you know, so closed the business in 2009. Well, that's exactly. Yeah. So I was doing it since 2002, but, you know, the peak was 6, 7, 8, and then, you know, it all went down the drain because they just stopped building in San Diego. Yeah, I mean that was a that was a tough time for anybody in home services or homes or real estate. Frankly, just every American I think had a hard time back in then. So it's cool that you're. Um, I think you're in a business now that you know I would almost say is recession resistant this time. the 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 language of business is math and finance, and people always need to get their arms around the numbers. Um, so you know, I feel like you're. I feel like you're somewhat insulated compared to your your previous venture at least right <laughs> well i don't have a lot of equipment let's put it this way i mean a yeah, computer, yeah. A printer and you know a phone and i can run the business from anywhere yeah no no doubt and so you've so your business this business has been around since i think you mentioned 2011 so you're coming up like 12 years or so and then your franchise mm -hmm. yeah and that's uh are, are you in vegas is that correct is that no, I'm actually or... still uh, in California, even California. though I do travel uh, a lot, but we have offices all over the world. Um, but uh, the company is, you know, a Nevada corporation. Um, I might be, end up in Vegas in a few years, but for now I'm still in California. Still in Cali, still in Cali. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's probably why it showed your corporate address. That's probably just your registered agent number. <laughs> it is Las Vegas. So... You, you start franchising officially, like your paperwork in 2020, That's which funny. is another interesting time for business because we've got, well, the whole world's kind of on its rocker. Um, how did you navigate through the pandemic as a newer franchisor as well as somebody who's operating your, your company-owned location? So what are your biggest challenges? It pretty much delayed the start of the franchising. So we got the approval uh, to start franchising the day we went into lockdown. So for over the <laughs> first year, I was selling, but I wasn't selling because, you know, we had a corporate entity and we had to uh, change everything and change the model. And then we had remote employees in different parts of the U.S. and the world and connecting everybody in lockdown. And some countries had, you know, stricter restri strict restrictions more i mean may, way worse than the united states uh and then we had to deal with that so for over a year nothing was done so it did not affect me well it affected me to the point that it delayed it by four right months, okay so when people ask me when you uh started franchising like do you want the official story or you want the real story because they're <laughs> completely different okay so yeah. we started it a year later even more like in 2021 by the summer when we realized that, yeah, we're getting out of the pandemic slowly but surely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your timeline and my timeline are, are right about the same. We hit basically January of 2020. It's like, hey, let's start. We were franchising, but we're, we're, we felt really good about the work we'd done all year in 2019. Like we spent a, a good portion of the year, me and my business partner, shoring up the operations and, um, I don't know. It was a little. I don't know about you, but it, for probably for you even more, because you got your paperwork on the day lockdowns happened. 
you know, we ours was more of like a gradual thing, and then all of a sudden we're like, well, I guess we shouldn't start offering franchises right now. We should put a pause on this. And for us, I mean, our pause, honestly, our pause. If if I'm super honest, like we just took it off at the beginning of this year. You know, we we wanted to make sure because we have a brick and mortar franchise and stuff. We wanted to make sure things were like rock solid before we started going to franchise sales mode with you having kind of more of a business service and virtual one you're able to go back probably look look an entrepreneur in the eye and say hey trust me buy this business in a box from me you were able to do that a little bit sooner than we were um where was your first franchise location where'd you sell to uh as you know majority of articles and books are suggesting it was so-called friends and family, somebody who knew Good. about the business and I mean, not a family per se, but uh, yeah. somebody who knew about the business and they just decided to give it a try and it worked. And then Good. every Good. other franchisee, they're not, you know, they've never heard about bookkeeping, so we found them in different you know, ways, but um, that was a good proof of concept for sure. Yeah, yeah, and so for somebody who who may be thinking about franchising and didn't catch that. I mean, it is a really smart way to go is with your first location. Have somebody who, first of all, knows they're kind of the first one. I mean, obviously they're going to know they're the first one, but have that good relationship with them. Um, we're going through this process right now with another system. And it's really cool to see these first people getting closer and closer to opening. You know, I think they'll open in the next you know, 30, 40 days. And that's awesome. We've learned a lot. Yeah, but you you know the thing is like you really are doing it in partnership with those people. I mean, as many times as you think about your first franchisees and and you you think that you've thought of every single thing that they will need, chances are once you really put somebody on your platform, you're going to find a little bit of a gap and you're going to be like, "Oh, we didn't think about that." So we get to go build it for that person. And having somebody that will be patient with you and go through that feedback loop with you and be a true team member is super important and that's why family and friends are somebody you know it's generally a pretty good one to go uh take down your first location well the way um, we do it kevin we when we bring somebody as a franchisee they're becoming part of the family so you know it's almost like you know a marriage some sort and then so yeah. we are you know dating first before we actually go into the official relationship because it's not even the partnership for me it's more than that because you're stocked quote unquote, with this person for 10 years for the life of your franchise agreement. Okay. Yeah, I know. And the only death can, you know, <laughs> take you apart. But the thing is, uh, I, we really uh, talking to them and trying to find out, are we the same on the culture? Or do we have the same goals? Uh, because otherwise it's just not going to work in the long term. So what's the point to even start? That's right. That's right. Well, I want to, you know, if, you, if people go to your website, they're going to notice that you your organization serves a lot of franchise systems. There's a lot of well-known brands up here that are franchise brands. I see like Fast Signs, I see Ben Franklin. Um, you've got a lot of companies that are using you. Was that intentional? Do you been targeting franchise systems? No, it just came by accident. And you know, when we yeah. started a bookkeeping in 2011, um, it was just local bookkeeping firm with big ambitions. I mean, that's why we came up with the name bookskeeping and trademarks when it's changing one letter in the word bookkeeping and everybody <laughs> telling us we're not going to be able to trademark. We were able to trademark. So my advice for 
people who are not even asking for my advice, just keep going. You know, if somebody tells you it's not yeah. going to work, it's probably will work if you, you know, really, you know, want, 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 want to do that. So uh, in a few years, uh, by accident, got to one franchise work who decided to give us a try. And then from one, it went to two, went to three. To make the story short, right now, we have preferred bookkeeping vendor to 85 franchise brands in the United States. So just uh, three weeks ago, we got Sport Clips as our client, which is a oh, huge cool. system. And last yeah. week, we got Alliance Brands, which includes Surspeedy and uh, yes, Fast Science, Signorama, and a lot of emerging brands as well. They all are our clients. And so being around all these franchisors over the years, being involved in the IFA, the International Franchise Association, mm-hmm. uh, gave me this crazy idea that I want to be like one of them. And, yeah. Um, I know my fellow accountants are going to hate me, but whenever I go to an accounting trade show, the mood in the room, it's always like, you know, down, very boring, down. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to the computer. When you (laughs) have franchisors, usually a lot of booze is involved and, you know, it's a lot of fun and everybody having fun and everybody's super friendly. Like, you know, yes, uh, I hang out with people who have, six seven hundred units and they really like available for any questions whether you're in the same industry or not people help you genuinely people help you in the franchising and i love that i really wanted to be around these people so forget about everything else that's what drove me to it and then i started looking at it and came up with this idea uh march of 2019 i mean i remember where i remember how it was just literally sitting down and i wrote one uh the business plan on one piece of paper and then of course we made it looking way better and financial projections but everything that was on this piece of paper went into the business plan for franchise business so that was specifically that's awesome that's awesome and you're absolutely right i mean i imagine if i went to an accounting trade show <laughs> it would probably not be that lively and then you go to a franchising one and it's absolutely correct because you've got yeah, franchising is just a business model. It's just a way of, of, of collaborating. And then you've got all these other types of businesses that are falling under this umbrella. Um, and, and so you get almost this smattering of different cultures, different types of people, all these different brands, all these colors. Like, it's a lot of fun. So uh, that's that's kind of an interesting dichotomy. It's like, hey, go to the industry trade show. Boring. Go to my franchise trade show. Party time. Um, so that's really, really cool. I love all these logos like stretch zone. You guys are doing some awesome work. So, um, I want to talk about people that are joining you as franchisees. Are they, are you finding that a lot of them are first time franchisees or do they have other uh, assets in their portfolio and they're adding this on? Like maybe share a little bit about who your, I guess, ideal franchisee would be. Um, and then, and then a little bit of background on some of the folks that you've attracted. So ideal franchisee would be somebody who wants to scale, somebody who wants to grow on a daily basis, because if somebody just wants to buy themselves a job, then probably they're mm-hmm. not a good candidate for me because for a simple reason, even if they get themselves a good paying job where we are getting, you know, the royalties off, I'll get bored because I want somebody who is challenging me. Like, hey, how can I do it even better? How can I grow more the territory? People don't realize that bookkeeping is a $4.2 billion a year industry in the United States. And that's like, wow. A, yeah, it's, it's three year old statistics. I'm still waiting for the new one coming up. I think next month they're going to have a new release. But so I'm sure it's even bigger now. 
but forget about bigger 4.2 is huge so everybody needs it and um, so I want somebody who wants to take it to the next level I mean we help franchisees to uh, do staffing we can provide full staffing we do all the marketing and of course the 85 franchises that are clients if a new franchise opens in their area they get them as a client which is you know good pipeline for for the franchisees so uh, one of my franchisees actually is a serial entrepreneur uh, they have a franchise already and they have other businesses and they decided to include bookkeeping franchise uh, to their portfolio for everybody else yeah. I mean couple people coming from corporate world uh, um, somebody had a bookkeeping business and then just didn't know how to sell how to market it and then when they joined the system they you know it took off so uh, we yeah. have one of uh, uh, each I guess and because we are you know relatively new and young franchise brands uh, um, we we are looking for our avatar but so far everybody who owns uh, bookkeeping is actually a uh, female and you know almost everybody either coming from a corporate world or had some corporate experience before and they wanted to make a change so that that's very interesting so i guess we are building the avatar slowly but surely but we mm -hmm. are open for everybody else this is not like we're only you know open right. for, the, for this market i mean i i know it's going to be really big for military spouses and for veterans getting out of the service mm. we are and first respondents we're giving 30 percent discount which is a pretty aggressive uh, usually industry is 10 to 15 we're doing 30 uh, to respect their service and uh, right now we are pushing into this direction so hopefully we can attract uh, some of the uh, candidates this way that's really cool uh it's interesting that you've you've had so many so many did you say, and I want to make sure I heard you right, that so far all of your franchisees have been females? Yes. Is that what you said? <laughs> like, that's just pretty wild that that's worked out that way. Um, I'm sure it won't be like that forever, but that's pretty wild that that's uh, the avatar that you've attracted thus far. You know? Absolutely. So let's talk about um, how you guys are thinking about expansion. Are is this a, Is this a model you know i think i probably know the answer but is this a model that you can expand internationally and i would assume if so it comes with a, a certain layer of complexity because we don't you know have the an irs in the can in canada for example so like a business model like yours would it really just for the united states or do you f foresee being able to go internationally with it so first of all we don't do any taxes and that okay. makes us okay. unique compared to for example h and r block I mean, I'm just using mm -hmm. them. We can go into Liberty Tax, we go to other ones, but let's use H&R because it's probably the most famous tax and now they do accounting, bookkeeping services as well. Everybody knows them, everybody's seen the logo, they're in each shopping mall. So um, we get a lot of referrals from uh, local and not only local CPA firms, okay? okay. So I have a feeling that if I own an H&R block, a CPA will not be sending business my way because I am a direct right. competitor, okay? Right. So when we don't do that, CPA feels safe to send us the client because we can only help because without us doing the bookkeeping, a CPA or enrolled agent is not able to do his or her job by you know filing the taxes on time, all right? Because if people yep. come in and like, hey, I don't have anything for the year, 
So they're putting you on extension and then somehow it needs to get done. I like so, that. Yeah, you're not a threat at all. That totally makes sense. Absolutely. So to answer your question, I see us going to Canada. I uh, probably just because there is only 24 hours a day, even though I'm trying to find extra hours every day and I'm unsuccessful doing <laughs> that. Um, I probably want to sell a master territory in Canada and partner yeah. up with somebody to do that. I just simply don't have it in me right now or among the executive team to take it to Canada because U.S. is such a big market, all right? But again, oh, yeah. if I find a good partner, then yes, we'll definitely go. Um, pretty much any English-speaking country, uh, they have uh, zero, uh, which we're certified QuickBooks. We're a national mm -hmm. partner into it. Um, so we can definitely uh, go international. But I think Canada would be the logical choice of going uh, next to the U.S. Awesome, 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 awesome. Um, I also like the fact that you have like a couple of, like if I go, I'm checking out your franchise opportunity website. And so the fact that you are QuickBooks and zero certified means that you can pretty much serve anybody, you know, and I've been on both. And so I have this unique point of view where an accountant pushed me to zero to work with them. And so I had to migrate like all my stuff over from QBO and then when that accountant went away, I was like, well, I, I really don't like zero and migrated back. And that was a big headache for my for my business. So that's really cool that you offer both of those solutions. We actually also offer accounting suite, net suite, sage. Um, okay. So we are not, uh, you know, just signed up with one uh, system. And I can mm -hmm. tell you uh, up to now, all of my competitors are picking one. Okay. And yep. they have a reason, and I understand the logic, but when we were designing, I said, you know what, I'm going to give a freedom to my franchisees to pick what they like. Like, I'm st I still believe I might find a franchisee soon who just will specialize in restaurant businesses. And there are sure. systems that just design for restaurants. We don't use it yeah. because my team will kill me if I have to add another piece of software, okay? Uh, and I right. love life too much uh, to be killed now. <laughs> but if a franchisee wants to go this route and go with this particular software, and I know there is a niche, by any means, do it. Okay, so that's why we are not limiting franchisees. I mean, what system to use? So we are generalists. Uh, of course, Intuit is the majority of our um, platform, only because they own over ninety percent. But again, if somebody wants to be 100% on zero, we'll tell them, go for it. Yeah, no, that's really cool. That would give me, um, you know, just as a prospective customer, like the, it, it reduces one barrier for your franchisees to bring on a, uh, accounts. Let me put it that way. Because I thought that was a pretty weird thing, but I also get it. I mean, if you're going to be a specialist in zero or you're going to be a specialist in QBO or Sage or whatever it is, that's what you're going to be a specialist in and you don't necessarily want to run other software in your accounting business. So um, really, really cool. Um, if if people want to learn more about your organization or, or link up with you, like where's the best place for them to go to do that online? So... Bookskeeping, and it's spelled B-O-O-X-K-E-E-P-I-N-G. So we change one letter instead of the first K, it's X. Bookskeepingfranchise.com. Um, even if you put bookkeeping franchise on the website, uh, on the, the Google, will be one of the first ones to come up. Uh, <laughs> or you can okay. just, you know, look me up, Max Emma, 
it has its pros and cons, but there is not too many Max Emma's, you know, on LinkedIn, on Google. So you probably uh, can find me uh, this way. But Bookskeeping Franchise, I mean, we've been uh, featured in different, you know, magazines. And just last week, we became one of the top 10 bookkeeping providers in the U.S. by Financial Review Magazine. So uh, another awesome. one that we won, and I'm very proud of it. And I'm very proud of my team. I mean, no way I would be able to do it without them. No, it's, no, it's and yeah, congr- you do have quite a few accolades and and uh, symbols on your on your website. Um, just cool things that you've done or associations that you're contributing to. So I can tell that you're all in on this, not only from a from your business perspective, but also the industry. And I think that speaks a lot to uh, your leadership style and the type of organization that you're building. So thank you so much for taking time to uh, to visit with us, and more importantly, our our guests today, our listeners. Thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. My pleasure. My pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you so much for listening today. Hopefully you got some some nuggets of gold out of Max in our conversation. Two quick favors. Number one, I'd love it if you subscribe if you're not already doing so. And number two, if you haven't left a review yet, please hop on over and do so. Until next time, I'm your ghost guest Ke- or I'm your host, Kevin Oldham. And I hope you have a phenomenal week and be well. Thank you.